Chapter 1 It began with President Coyle's children, Ethan and Zoe, both high-profile personalities since they had arrived in Washington, and probably even before that. Twelve-year-old Ethan Coyle thought he had gotten used to living under the microscope and in the public eye. So Ethan hardly noticed anymore the news cameramen perpetually camped outside the Braniff school gates, and he didn't worry the way he used to if some kid he didn't know tried to snap his picture in the hall or the gymnasium or even the boys' bathroom. Sometimes Ethan even pretended he was invisible. It was kind of babyish, kind of BS, but who cared? It helped. One of the more personable Secret Service guys had actually suggested it. He told Ethan that Chelsea Clinton used to do the same thing. Who knew if that was true? But when Ethan saw Ryan Townsend headed his way that morning, he only wished he could disappear. Ryan Townsend always had it in for him, and that wasn't just Ethan's paranoia talking. He had the purplish and yellowing bruises to prove it, the kind that a good hard punch or muscle squeeze can leave behind. "'Was up, Coyle the Boyle?' Townsend said, charging up on him in the hall with that look on his face. The Boyle having a bad day already? Ethan knew better than to answer his tormentor and torturer. He cut a hard left toward the lockers instead, but that was his first mistake. Now there was nowhere to go, and he felt a sharp, nauseating jab to the side of his leg. He'd been kicked. Townsend barely even slowed down as he passed. He called these little incidents drive-bys. The thing Ethan didn't do was yell out or stumble in pain. That was the deal he'd made with himself. Don't let anyone see what you're feeling inside. Instead, he dropped his books and knelt down to pick them back up again. It was a total wuss move, but at least he could take the weight off his leg for a second without letting the whole world know he was Ryan Townsend's punching and kicking dummy. Except this time, someone else did see, and it wasn't the Secret Service. Ethan was stuffing graph paper back into his math folder when he heard a familiar voice. Hey, Ryan, what's up with you? He looked up just in time to see his 14-year-old sister, Zoe, stepping right into Townsend's path. I saw that, she said. You thought I wouldn't? Townsend cocked his head of blonde curls to the side. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Why don't you just mind your own? Out of nowhere, a heavy yellow textbook came up fast in both of Zoe's hands. She swung hard and clocked Townsend with it, right across the middle of his face. The bully's nose spurted red and he stumbled backward. It was great. That was as far as things progressed before Secret Service got to them. Agent Finley held Zoe back and Agent Musgrove wedged himself between Ethan and Townsend. A crowd of 6th, 7th, and 8th graders had already stopped to watch, like this was some new reality TV show, The President's Kids. You tonal losers, Townsend shouted at Ethan and Zoe, even as blood dripped down over his Braniff tie and white button-down shirt. What a couple of chumps. You need your loyal SS bodyguards to protect you. Oh yeah? Tell that to my algebra book, Zoe yelled back. And stay away from my brother. You're bigger and older than him, you jerk, you shithead. For his part, Ethan was still hovering by the lockers, half of his stuff scattered on the floor and for a second or two there, he found himself pretending that he was part of the crowd, just some kid nobody had ever heard of, standing there, watching all this craziness happen to someone else. Yeah, Ethan thought, maybe in my next lifetime. Chapter 2 Agent Finley quickly and efficiently hustled Ethan and Zoe away from the gawkers, and worse, the kids with their iPhones raised. Hello, YouTube. 
In a matter of seconds, he disappeared with them into the otherwise empty grand lecture hall off the main foyer. The Branoff School had once been the Branoff Estate, until ownership had transferred to a Quaker educational trust. It was said among the kids that the grounds were haunted, not by good people who had died here, but by the disgruntled Branoff descendants who had been evicted to make room for the private school. Ethan didn't buy into any of that crap, but he always found the main lecture hall to be super creepy, with its old-time oil portraits looking down, disapprovingly, on everybody who happened to pass through. You know, the president's going to have to hear about this, Zoe. The fight, your language back there, Agent Finley said, not to mention Headmaster Skillings. No doubt, so just do your job, Zoe answered with a shrug and a frown. She put a hand on top of her brother's head. You okay, Eve? I'm fine, he said, pushing her off. Physically, anyway. His dignity was another question, but that was too complicated for him to think about.